today on the news and why it matters. Uh, Mike Pompeo speaks out on Iran. Also an update on impeachment gate 2020. <laughs> and uh, Covington Catholic student Nick Sandman gets a settlement from CNN. No. Yes. No. Got a lot to get into. Starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez today, joined once again by the one and only Glenn Beck himself. Uh, we've got Jason Buttrell, chief researcher for the Glenn Beck program, Jason Buttrell, and also YouTube host. And uh, it just uh, he just does everything. Eric I July. Love you. <laughs> I love you. I want you on my show. I become a fan I of do. yours. I, wa- I watch you and I'm like, I can't figure him out. I cannot <laughs> I figure him out. But have you seen his Rhodes oh, rant? Man, that's his what? His oh, rant. Man. On Wait till he sees that. Libertarian. No. Oh, Glenn. Wait till you see that. We got to show oh, you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. I just Good. watched it this weekend for fun again. I've seen it a million <laughs> times. Uh, got a lot to get into today. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Black Rifle Coffee Company. They are a veteran-owned and operated premium small batch roast-to-order coffee company for people who love America like us. Uh, They import only the highest quality beans from around the world and they roast their coffees after you place your order to ensure that you are actually getting the freshest coffee available. Uh, They've got a ton of different uh, varieties. They've got whole bean and ground and they've also got the single serve coffee rounds. Uh, You can also join Black Rifle Coffee Club. You will get your shipment received directly to your home or office for free. So what you do is you're going to choose the amount and the blends that you like and you get it at a discount and then you get it for free shipped to your door. So you're not trying to make the coffee at 11 o'clock at night like, oh crap, we're out. I have to go to the store. Uh, You can go to blackriflecoffee.com slash why. Enter the discount code why. You will get 20% off your first order. That includes Black Rifle Coffee Club. That's a huge deal because you're already getting a discount. Then you're getting 20% on top of that. You don't want to miss out on that. It is blackriflecoffee.com slash why. Enter promo code why to get that extra 20% off. I mean, if you love coffee and you love America. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Mike Pompeo. Mike Pompeo was uh, giving a press conference today on Iran and uh, trying to tackle President Trump's threats to attack cultural sites in Iran. He was met with a question from NBC News' Andrea Mitchell. Here's what happened. Uh, Defense Secretary Esper has made it clear that he would not follow an order to hit a cultural site, which would be a war crime. I'm wondering what whether you would also push back in your advice or in your in your role. Uh, You're not really secondly, wondering, Andrea. <laughs> You're not really wondering. I was unambiguous on Sunday. It is completely consistent with what the president has said. No, uh, we, will, we, will take, we will take every action wow. we take will be consistent with the international rule of law and uh, you, you, the American people but can rest assured that that's the case. Out, Let me tell you who's done damage to the Persian culture. It's not the United States of America. It's the Ayatollah. If, if you want to look at who has denied uh, religious freedom, if you want to know who has denied the Persian culture is rich and steeped in history and intellect, and they've denied the capacity for that culture to continue, if you go back and look at the holidays around Cyrus and Nehru's, they've not permitted people uh, to celebrate. They've not allowed people that they've killed, that Qasem Soleimani killed. Great deflection. They've not allowed them to go mourn their family members. The real risk to Persian 
culture does not come from the United States of America. That there is there is no mistake about that. Thank you, everybody. Have a good day. I mean, Glenn, he's not wrong. No, he's, he's not, not wrong. wrong. He's not wrong. And uh, I mean, this stems from the tweet from the president that says, I, I'm going to I'm gonna bomb all your cultural sites, too, if we have to. <laughs> and I know this is really unpopular to say, but I kind of feel like good. <laughs> I'm tired of, of fighting people who hide out in churches. They hide out in museums. They're shooting us from churches. They're shooting us from hospitals. And we're like, no, we'll get in trouble if we you'll get the bad guys in there. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Oh, wow. A mosque, it burnt down. <laughs> Jason, do you agree? No. <laughs> um, I, uh, so it's, it's, it was kind of clear he was saying this about pre-designated targets. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you nail us, then we've got 52 targets, right. which, you know, military, whatever, and cultural sites, which um, is not a good thing to do. And I think that everything that Pompeo said was, he was right. Like, the Ayatollah and the mullahs in that regime have done horrible things to their culture, which is a very old and rich culture. Um, But that was, that's completely true. But that kind of was a deflection away from, crap, what did the boss just tweet? Okay, yeah, I agree. I agree. Do do I want, if it's against international law, we're not doing it. Um, However, am I the only one at the table who went, yeah. <laughs> Am I the only one at the table? Eric? Eric? Well, no, nah, that's yeah, y'all know that's this ain't my kind of party. Any, any, any of that is not my kind of party. It's never been. Um I look, I know that we are where we're at right now. And it's easy for certainly the libertarian position to sit here and always say we shouldn't be there. This shouldn't happen. This should happen. And obviously I do hold that to be true from a principled standpoint. The reality is the reality. And uh, but even with that being said, I think that it's very worth noting that we should not be there in the first place. So when you create this culture of people and again, when you bomb the living credit, this isn't something that started with Trump. I've you know, you can go look at my videos. I've been talking about this since, you know, no, no, no. 10 years. Right. We're on the same. Right. We should see. We should not. We created a lot. But the issue with and it's not just with like Trump, let's say, instigating or anything like that in terms of what he said Mm -hmm. with the tweet. But I do think that if we are going to work towards a more peaceful you know, situation, let's say, with ourselves in America and what's going on over there. I do think that it's that's not the best thing to sort of say. That's not the best thing mm-hmm. to sort of highlight, even if I understand the war efforts that, and how it happens. But in, but in the same horse respect, has been out of the bar. Right, yeah, 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 it is. No, it absolutely is. <laughs> best thing, not the best no, thing to right, say. Right, right, right. Yeah. But, 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 but on, a, on a serious note, though, like I was it's funny. I was just talking to, to my fan base about the same exact thing. When you, I, I believe that Trump is going forth with this sort of idea that folks before him, not just presidents, but folks before him that have been advocates of that creates a culture of people over there that hate people over here. And I don't think that it helps that situation by sitting here saying, look, yes, including your cultural sites, <laughs> we may blow it up. You mean we're like ready our, to blow like it. our World Trade Center? Right. Yes. Yes. Like <laughs> yeah. just like that. Just yeah. just like that. But again, 
It's a, it is a such thing as blowback. That's a real thing. That's a legitimate thing. This isn't something, some sort of Ron Paul conjured up conspiracy or something like that. Again, I believe that America's government is more so the militaristic efforts, and it's been like this for the last decade, does create a culture of individuals over there that, again, grow up. If you look, if you bomb somebody's hospital um, over there, you bomb somebody, just imagine, like, if I, I, I sit back and I look at it like, okay, if my mother's at so-and-so, and, and they, in this person of some other culture goes and Mm -hmm. bombs them right it's easy for me to grow up and if i wasn't radicalized then i might be radicalized now did you hear that but did you hear anybody uh praise us for the laser targeting of solomon solomani no no but again like i think that's a that's a different country in the history of the world has done as much as we have, yeah. and okay. and I don't want to target people. Yeah. You know, I don't. I agree with you. I don't want to be over there. Yeah. This is the worst thing see, that could happen. Right. However, if they're targeting us, and uh-huh. you're in a full blown war, uh-huh. okay. I hope we don't get there. Right. But I don't even think Trump is thinking that way. Trump is a guy who says, "Oh, North Korea. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know what? Fifteen minutes. I." I might vaporize you. Right. <laughs> he's not going yeah. to. But yeah. he plays, t- he's the cowboy with the twitchy eye that the other side goes, I think he's crazy enough to do, <laughs> do that. Yeah. Yeah. And that that actually moves the thing with, people. The thing with Trump is I don't, I don't think, it's like everything else he says that's really kind of outlandish is everyone listens to it. We know he didn't really mean it. Even if he did, we know that somebody would come up to him and say, Bosh, you can't really do that. And then it wouldn't happen. Happens all the time. But I, I want to really quick, I want to I defend something, that uh, kind of a point I think you're making there is that we are really the only ones that play by the rules in, in that theater and all over the world. Mm-hmm. My last trip to Iraq, uh, I was in uh, several churches in different Christian towns that were completely vacant because they were destroyed. But um, the churches still stood, and that's where ISIS's main, uh, their headquarters. It was because they knew the coalition would not target the church. Mm-hmm. We were the only ones that would do that. The Shia militias that Soleimani commanded, I went to some of their areas too, guess where they're setting up their headquarters? They're moving into the Nineveh Plain, into those Christian villages. Right. They're I, making I deals because they to... know that we're not going to go after them there. I, I've been huge advocate on preserving. I, I was standing up against the Taliban when they were blowing up the Buddha statues mm-hmm. before anybody even knew who they were. Yeah. I, we have to preserve these sites, but I, I have to tell you, there comes a point to where it's nice to hear somebody say, you know what? Yeah. You don't play by the rules. Guess what? Right. And, I, and that's what I think that two things can be true, though, you know, because, yes, <laughs> I don't want to act like I'm defending anybody over there and what it is that they do. But again, I think what we're having the conversation, for example, that we're having right now, we're kind of steering away from really what I believe. And this is why I think that this sort of this sort of act, it may jeopardize Trump going into this next uh, upcoming election, because believe it or not, there's a big base of people that supported him because it was a it was a, you know, refresher in terms of him being a Republican and it was like. Okay, I want out, right? And this seems diametrically opposed. So let me ask you a question. They, um, the, Soleimani yep. was responsible yep. for the Benghazi nightmare mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. at the consulate. Um, he's killed all kinds of soldiers. Yes, he's a bad person. Bad person. Bad person. We, we know people. You went and talked to a family where the son, uh, Soleimani's uh, soldiers, were killed the mother and then were drilling through the son's 
uh, legs just to torture him. Demonic. Uh, I mean, it's demonic stuff. Uh, Then Iran knows, you know, hey, grab their embassy and I can because they did it in 79. They come after our embassy. What were we supposed to do? Right. And again, that's the difficult question. But again, I think it does start from, okay. Why are we there? I mean, we, we set up these the embassies and military bases, all of these uh, surrounding countries and mm-hmm. so forth. And <laughs> again, I think it's weird that uh, Americans, we look at that as, oh, well, they did this to us. And I'm like, do our military in terms of what their efforts have been for the last 30 some years has not been innocent in terms of how we treat the people, whether it be a Persian culture, Arab culture or what, whatever have you. And I do think that the conversation should be had that, OK, Let's get out. I understand that those are bad people over there. Those are really bad people. Right. Allies are not. I think that people are tired of that. But and he ran and he ran on that and because he ran on that. A lot of folks, even myself, you know, though I wasn't a Trump supporter, never been a Trump supporter and certainly not, I'm not going to be one. But that was one thing that even other libertarians like myself was like. He's saying it, which we, you know, definitely going on with what it was Bush and what a lot of uh neocons go out there and say and it's like they would bomb bomb into oblivion if they mm-hmm. if they could whether it be through regime change whether it be so can we break this you. can we break this down because yeah. you're saying two different i think two okay. different things um because i used to be one of those yeah let's be around the world and i didn't want to be the world's policeman Police, yeah. but america had had a ro- you know what we have caused so many problems starting with theodore roosevelt saying we have a responsibility. No, we don't. Right. No, we don't. We have a responsibility to be good leaders in our own country and let the rest of the world. No, nobody would build a statue of liberty for us today. That came from France. Yeah. Nobody would do that today because we're beating our chest and saying, you've got to do it our way. Humble ourselves, stay within our borders, be friends to everybody, unless they're really bad people. Mm-hmm. I mean, what we've done is we've taken our own personal responsibility and we've thrown it in the trash. Yeah. We say, oh, we really care about these people. Really? You're carrying an iPhone. No. Okay? They're putting Muslims and Christians in gulags. Yeah. You care? Well, that the president should do something about it. No, the president shouldn't do anything about it. You want to do something about it? Start with your iPhone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's that, which I've changed, and I think America has really changed. Yeah. You've seen this hundred years years fall apart and it it doesn't work so we want out but now we have this transition and he's trying to get us out do you think so do you seriously think that that's 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 his effort i know what he's saying i do think so you think so yeah i've never seen when they shot down our drone everybody was advising him yeah go and and i will say that it is good to see that the after 11 and a half years the anti-war left is back um, I, would, I do want to yeah. throw, yeah. throw that out there. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. When, with the Ramco. When we come back, uh, let's see, we've got impeachment update. Mitch McConnell apparently has enough votes to uh, secure blocking witness testimony. Will oh, that be what shocked. he will do? We'll come back. Why is he even talking about this? Why, they haven't even filed the impeachment yet. They haven't even sent over the articles of impeachment. Why are they...
Jason, before we move on to impeachment, we discussed very briefly yesterday uh, that U.S. forces were going to leave Iraq because they <laughs> passed a non-binding resolution to kick them out, and there was a letter that was sent, but that didn't end up being... That escalated kind of quickly. I think on my <laughs> drive home, I was like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for listening to mainstream media, well, Jason. What's crazy is, yeah, you look at it, and it's an official document, but it's missing one little thing that makes it a signature. A signature. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, the commanding general, uh, actually, no, it was the secretary of defense, I believe, said this is not worded correctly. This is not what's happening. We're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So then, how the heck does this get sent to anyone? Yes. Makes no sense at all to me. I can't imagine. Like, and I've I've worked out of similar offices in in the military uh, in other countries, and I can't even imagine how. I guess I can see them saying, hey, let's prepare as much as we can so they get all the documents ready to go in case they get like a really split. The president wants this done in 24 hours so it gets sent. That's probably what they were doing. But I can't imagine anyone in that room making the mistake of actually sending that document. There would have been no order given. That's the big thing. Right. You would have to get the order from the man. And if you didn't, you're not doing anything. So can I ask you a question? I, I, I am getting so cynical uh, because I think there is a real war going on inside the United States government. And that is the, we've always done it this way. We run the world. We're doing things. And then this Donald Trump, I'm not playing by your rules. And uh, I can't imagine how that letter is sent unless it's somebody going, you know what? Send that out. Because it'll make trouble for the administration. I think... We are we, we should consider the fact that those those real big government state players that want it their way internationally are doing everything they can to make it extraordinarily difficult to get out. Yeah. I mean, that that weakens our hand tremendously, tremendously in, in Iran and being able to get out of that situation. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm, in, I'm in complete agreement that I think that we should not be there. But I, my big problem with a lot of this is we never get a we get people promising to pull troops out. But if you don't have a plan, if you don't tell the American public, these are the goals that we want to see done before we correct the mistakes that we made in the past. No a president will do that. Why? Because they want to, they want to, they want that backup. They want to be able to keep them there indefinitely if they want to. Demand a plan. Yeah. If it's a five-step plan, nine-step plan, whatever. Tell us what the plan is. When those ticks are checked off, we expect our troops to get the heck out of there. I yeah. uh, want to make sure we have enough time to move on to impeachment. Senate Minority Leader Chuck, Chuck Schumer said today that Democrats will force votes on witnesses at the start of the impeachment trial. Uh, here is a little bit of what Schumer said. On the question of witnesses and documents, Republicans may run, but they can't hide. (laughs) There will be votes at the beginning on whether to call the four witnesses we've proposed and subpoena the documents we've identified. America and the eyes of history will be watching what my Republican (laughs) colleagues do. Because if every Senate Republican votes to prevent witnesses and documents from coming before the Senate, if every Republican senator votes for a rigged trial that hides the truth, the American people will see that the Republican Senate is part of a large and awful cover-up. Oh my gosh, these guys are amazing. It was a party-line vote in the House. In fact, they lost people. They they had defectors on the left coming out and going, this is ridiculous. So now he charges this. 
Why is anyone in the Senate even talking about this? How about they subpoena the actual impeachment articles? I mean, <laughs> why are they talking about what they're going to do in the trial when they can't even get the articles of impeachment to start? Something. That's a great point. Uh, Mitch McConnell apparently has the 51 votes necessary to set up the impeachment rules without Democratic support. So he uh, wants to pass two resolutions. One would only deal with the rules. Then they could pass a second resolution after opening arguments that would determine which, if any, witnesses will be called. Eric? I mean, this is interesting because and the, the, the way that Schumer is, and they're going to always set it up, is that Okay, if you don't do what we want you to do, then you're a bad person. And, uh, and the people rigged. will see. Yeah, it's rigged. Mm -hmm. So, But, you know, if you agree with us and you do what it is that we want you to do, then everybody knows. It's, it's, it's very snide and sneaky, uh, but this is to be expected. Um, they don't play by this. Yeah, it is pathetic. I mean, obviously, considering what happened in the House, um, they can do what they can do, but the opposite side can't do what they can do. You know what I mean? Right. It's more so they do as I say, not as I do type of deal. And... Again, uh, this whole deal, I just wish they would let's let's get it get things going. I'm excited. I'm I'm antsy about it because um, I just want to see how more so. And this is what I will be doing. People watching to see how the not not just you know members of Congress, but more so the public, mm -hmm. how they view this whole situation. Is it going to change their views on Trump? Is it going to, uh, which a lot of people are predicting, is it going to more so amplify his support? And then considering what we just talked about with the last segment, like, how is this going to, you know, for, from a long term standpoint, which I, I, I hope they were trying to play um, the long game in terms of this impeachment process. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm just excited. And I just want to get the show on the road. I'm, I'm torn on the witnesses thing. So on, on one hand, I don't want them to have the Senate do the job that the House didn't want to do because they just wanted to rush this through before Christmas. Mm -hmm. um, like they want Bolton up there right. to give whatever That's statement all I've been he has. On my timeline is yeah. Bolton, Bolton, Bolton. Yeah. Bo Bolton is like they act like that's some big deal. Like Bolton's like, yeah, I'll come if I'm subpoenaed. Yeah, yeah no kidding. You could they, the House uh, yeah. Democrats could have done that as well if they, they would have went. Right. They, yeah, it could go through go through the courts. That's how it works. You're supposed to use all the the levers in the government that you can. That's how it works. But they refuse to do that. Um, um, I don't want to give them that because they were just lazy and playing theater. But on the other hand, I want the Republicans to call some witnesses. I want them to show some of the... I, I, I want somebody in Congress, I don't care which party, that cares about the rule of law, that cares about the truth. There, if Donald Trump were, was doing things he shouldn't have done that should that are impeachable, I want him out. If the Democrats were doing things that were impeachable, the things that were criminal, there, I mean, we have a show coming up in a few weeks on money laundering that nobody is talking about. If that stuff is happening, I want them out. Is there no one that cares about the actual rule of law? Uh, Eric says no. No, no, this is all, this is all again. That's why you said uh, I'm yeah. waiting for the show. Yeah, exactly, yeah. because it's a party at the end of the day. So, you know, grab your popcorn. Well, yeah, maybe someone should tell Chuck Schumer uh, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Democrats didn't want to uh, bother calling witnesses the first time around during the investigation. Can we bomb Chuck Schumer's cultural sites? <laughs> I don't know the grocery store he shops at. I don't know. I don't know. But that is fantastic. <laughs> hey, I know uh, yesterday I said that there was going to be this big announcement, uh, but I lied. 
There's not an announcement no, yet. No, he didn't lie. The guy who was supposed to make the announcement, not here today. Yeah, he's not here. He's not here. So I guess, I, but I'm you know, I'm here and he's not, and you're here and he's not, and you're here. Eric doesn't count because Eric, was, Eric wasn't here yesterday. Had nothing to do with so it. So now we have to take the blame for it. We have to take the blame for it. Our hands are clean. Okay, so we got to wait for Stu to be back to make this announcement. I hope that he's I mean, back I'll tomorrow. Be when he makes it. Really? Yeah. I oh. may I may come and then leave right before he makes it. <laughs> Stick it to him, Glenn. That's right. Uh, bomb his cultural sites. <laughs> Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Before we move on from impeachment, I would be remiss if we didn't discuss the really, really just amazing protests going on uh, on Capitol Hill today, every day, until Trump is removed and impeached from office. Uh, For those of you who are watching on Blaze TV, as you can see, these people are, um, they're protesting by Wandering walking. aimlessly? Yes, they're, <laughs> you know, they're, well, they're not wandering aimlessly, Jason. They're walking in circles. <laughs> are they? Yes. <laughs> that is what they say they are doing. And just be prepared, okay, because they are bringing this heat every single day until Trump is removed from office. Okay, what happened to the days of hot chicks going topless in the protest? <laughs> oh, that no. that is, I fully, oh, you I know me, I fully that. support <laughs> that <laughs> protest. Protest the heck better. out of Washington, D.C. <laughs> protest the heck out of Mercury Studios. I'll give you the address. <laughs> protest the heck out of us all day long. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I support the right to uh, to protest, you know, peacefully. That's all well Toplessly. and good. <laughs> <laughs> that's all well and good. But I have to wonder, like, don't you guys have jobs? Yeah, don't you have that's, lives that's to my live? first thing that I like. These guys got a lot of time, man, to uh, get out there and protest and do weird stuff like As walking. I, saw, like, I mean, there's just so many different things that are more productive than walking in, in, yeah. in circles. Uh, but, I mean, this is the world <laughs> of, of politics, you know what I mean, where it really consumes these people's lives. This is why, I, on a serious note, I, I always call, I say politics is evil because of that. It does bring out, like, think about all the things these people could be doing. That's far more productive, mm. bettering their own personal lives. Mm-hmm. But they put stake in, you know, Trump and everything that he or they've been told that he's doing more so than anything. And then they go walk in circles because reasons um i get I, I don't even know what the what the point is and maybe there's some like detailed i don't know manifesto or something I that they can they can send our way that we can maybe on, eric figure out like what's the reason <laughs> there's got to be some logic behind it nobody Please. who walks slow in circles because reasons have you heard some of these people speak whenever they do the man on the street videos have you they, seen they the, never uh, know the, what they're talking about what is that uh the climate change extinct rebellion or whatever have you seen some of the yeah, stuff that they do they, yeah i don't that there's reason that's, and logic. Yeah, that's that's very true. I'm actually giving them way too much credit. That, that's a good point. It's probably not. This was anti-Trump sort of logic, or is it some kind of climate change? It was no, no, no. It was anti-Trump. I was just saying these people who do these weird protests. There's not always a rhyme or reason uh, behind it. And might I just say, uh, to your point, Eric, I think it was Greg Gutfield. I saw him write this on Twitter that it's like. 
Uh, only in Trump's great economy can you guys just stand <laughs> around and walk in circles all day. They really, I don't know. I don't know who's advising them because they're bro- they've broken all their rules with Trump, and I think that's what's going to screw them. Because I mean, all of them, all, all those, you know, now they're in government and they're teachers and stuff. But they all <laughs> learned under Saul Alinsky back in the '60s, mm-hmm. and so like his biggest thing was you can't overdo a tactic. You can't do it. You hit something, and he, actually, he was a whole lot smarter. And he was like, "Make something funny." They don't do that at all. Right. He was like, "Hit something, make something funny, do it, you know, for a little bit, but then get off of it because eventually it turns around against you because people see how ridiculously you are. They get tired of it, and that's how we all are. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if we, if, if the resisting hadn't happened this entire time, and all of a sudden a group showed up in all black, walking slowly in circles with some kind of message on their back. It would actually be a little more impactful. Right. You'd be like, oh, whoa, what's this? You now get, just see now no one cares. Everyone's making fun of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, federal, let's see, the Justice Department is recommending a six-month prison term now for Michael Flynn. Now, this is a reversal from what they previously recommended <laughs> in December of 2018. Prosecutors filed an initial sentencing memo uh, recommending a lenient sentence, but now they say that uh, he has grown less repentant about his actions. He's been uh, not repentant. Let's see, they said. I why. Uh, right? Exactly. Uh, the defendant has sought to assist and aid the government and periods where the defendant has sought to thwart the efforts of the government to hold other individuals accountable for criminal wrongdoing. Given the serious nature of the defendant's offense, his apparent failure to accept responsibility, his failure to complete his cooperation in the prosecution of uh, Rafikian, and the need to promote respect for the law and adequately deter such criminal conduct, the government now recommends uh, the sentence okay. range in between zero and six, so six months. Screw that. Jail. The, I would fight that to hell and back because I'm not a Michael Flynn, Flynn Andrew fan. Andrew McCabe? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am not. The FBI. You what? lied to the FBI, too. I, insane. I guess if you work for them, you can lie to them. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I, it came out in the, it was in the Inspector General report. It was either that or something else. But we now know that the FBI deliberately doctored mm-hmm. that uh, interview they had with him, which shouldn't even happen in the, they, they kind of lied, used false pretenses to get him into that room to begin with. So if he did, if he was untruthful in that in that meeting, I'm sorry. Like their the penalties, kind of like in the NFL, penalties on both sides of the ball. We're going to cancel, cancel it out it. and then redo redo the play. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, they did him dirty. Yeah. Like I said, I am not a fan of his. I, I didn't like him when he was a general at the DIA. I, I wasn't a fan of his, but I will support him in this because this is bullcrap. Yeah. Eric, what are your thoughts? I mean, hey, man, this is always weird when people lie to these. Um, alphabet <laughs> agencies and it's like those alphabet agencies are corrupting themselves and then they get mad at you for lying, yeah. <laughs> lying to them. It, That's always a trip to me. It but. just would be nice to have some sort of objective standard that oh. they would hold people to. Oh, like, okay, so we care about the rules or we don't. Nah, oh, no, it's they okay don't. when, you know, James nah. Comey, John Brennan, nah. you know, Andrew McCabe, all of these people don't play by the rules nah. or we find out that Things have been doctored and, you know, they they cut corners and FISA warrants are, you know, get gotten under false pretenses. And all of that is just like, well, it's OK. There's no actual consequences yeah. for that. But now Flynn has to go to jail. Yeah, I, th- I think it's more so on us, you know, that we expect these sorts of agencies to sort of play either side, mm-hmm. however many sides that you think there are. 
like equally in a sense in terms of how they enforce whatever rules that they may make on the fly or change or what have you and that's just i believe that's just the nature of government i don't know how many times i've said that on this show but i'm i think it's for real and we see it play out not just with the fbi or cias or the abcs it just that's just how government to me um, it's set up as certainly when you get these guys in positions of, of power, they're going to enforce the laws and whatever rules that they themselves have created um, on unequal terms. This is how they operate. The, the bigger and bloated government Absolutely. gets, the more corrupt Absolutely. it gets. Absolutely, 100%. And, and, those, and obviously those are the people that want to grow it even larger yep. because yeah. they know they're going to be the beneficiaries yep. of that. Yeah. Uh, in other news, Covington Catholic student Nick Sandman gets a settlement from CNN after his $275 million lawsuit. Now, uh, the numbers, the money, actual, money, money. yeah, the actual number, the amount was not disclosed. Uh, but good for Nick, I think. Good for Nick. Now, there, there is a long list. I was reading the list of the individuals and also entities that his uh, Nick Sandman's lawyers have already sent uh, letters to saying you guys need to preserve all potential evidence because we may be suing you. And it's like 50 different people, Good. including like Alyssa Milano, Jim Carrey. <laughs> I mean, all of these different yeah. news sources. Serious. Amazing if that actually happens. Oh, Ilan Omar was one of them. Really? Yes. But uh, yeah, so he got a settlement. Good for him. I hope that it was. I hope that it was close to this two hundred and seventy-five million. Got to be tens of millions, right? I would imagine. It would have to be. I mean, there's why, why else would you settle if that right to the settle? Case. Yeah, you would think. Yeah. So uh, one of Nick Sandman's attorneys said CNN was probably more vicious in its direct attacks on Nicholas than the Washington Post because you know the Washington Post got their lawsuit dismissed, uh, and CNN goes into millions of individual homes. CNN couldn't resist the idea that here's a guy with a young boy that make America great again cap on. So they go after him. And of course, they uh, they went after him with the idea that he was part of a mob that was attacking the black Hebrew Israelites. And uh, yeah, good for Nick. Good, good. Uh, the media needs accountability and things like this need to happen more often. If you get caught in a bold faced lie and trying to screw someone's life up, you need to be held accountable. The more something like this happens, like, CNN has been caught how many times this yeah, year? I was just about to say like that. two of their uh, journalists got fired for <laughs> some other thing about Trump. It was, a, it was a blatant lie, and they were like, not Pulitzer winning, but they were award-winning journalists mm. got fired for it. They are just so off the deep end. TDS does does crazy things to people. Oh, yeah. man, does it, does it not. They get in these positions of powers with uh, mainstream media outlets, and they get to say pretty much anything about anybody, no matter how true, and it grows those legs. Mm -hmm. um, and you can damage people's lives. Fortunately for Nick, he had you know the money and the lawyers to be able to get something done, but how many more stories have they told lies about um, regarding people that did not that were not in a position to be able to sue the pants off of them or, or, or what have you. So, um, yeah, I mean, good good for him in, 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 in that regards to screw over CNN. Actually, it's not, not necessarily screwing them over. I mean, they get, they got what they deserve. Yeah. yeah, they got what they deserve. Except responsibility. Uh, yeah, they They're got what they deserve. And um, again, it's just I, I, we know uh, not just with CNN how a lot of mainstream uh, media outlets say a lot of crazy nutty things. Um, about people and it goes without any sort of consequence and um, I hope that stuff like this happens more often mm -hmm. um, so just more so so people can you know get the truth <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean if you are gonna try to parade yourself around as hey we are this news outlet we are right. this uh, outlet that's trying to give it to you straight give it to you 100 and then you don't do that and again you risk ruining this kid's life over nothing you know what I mean because it came out to be true uh, not true but they ran with it anyway 
anyway, just because it fit the narrative, uh, it's very, very dangerous that and was, good for him. Speaking of, like, you expect a news outlet to do their job and actually do journalism to investigate, but you know, yeah. to give you the right. truth. Right. Like, that, that, like, that's loose, man. Like, that's so, when I, I remember when it happened and then, like, it, it didn't take really long for the longer video mm -hmm. to come out, but they had already ran it. And I'm like, mm -hmm. they didn't have their journalists go, like, vet this before they were running with, um, with this, with this narrative. That, to me, is, is insane that they're even able to get away with that. I mean, I hope, again, I hope he got 270 Four million. Out of them, so. Yeah, I, I mean, I do think that that there is a, a careful line that we have to walk here in America because we do have freedom of the press, right? Here at Blaze TV, I, you know, I grew up as a reporter here, um, so I've always been very hesitant to support lawsuits against media outlets. Yeah. But yeah, when yeah. it's this blatant, and yeah. when it's against. A person when it's slandering someone who then has to live the repercussions of that, you got to draw yeah, the line. He, he used a, he used that what exists against them, which again is, is some way, shape, or form. It is what it is. Right. But with me, me personally, I would rather not it get to these situations where we're getting state involved, the government uh, agencies involved, and if they just did their jobs. Yeah correctly we wouldn't have to worry about this but more so when people see that i would hope that people would stop taking these guys even seriously as people that objectively you know though they like to pretend like they objectively report things that's clearly um not the case and i would hope if anything that people see as opposed to a bunch of people just getting government involved i don't want that i would just more so rather people say you know what we're just not going to take cnn seriously <laughs> which i don't think anybody does anymore yeah uh, exactly there's like probably nine whole people out there who might, so. You do bring up a good point, though. There is a very, very fine line. Yeah. I mean, especially, yeah, you you really do. I mean, mm -hmm. it's like, if, if, if they would have been that kind of, I guess, literal on, or I guess that brutal in going after the media, then you wouldn't, we wouldn't have found out a thing about things like the Pentagon Papers mm -hmm. or things like that. You know what I mean? We, we wouldn't have found out about corruption in Vietnam and all that misleading type stuff. You got to be very, very careful in a free society because free societies are hard. Right. Yeah. They're, they're not easy. If you can't handle, you know, someone making fun of you on the air or something like that, you know, I'm sorry, you need to get over it. Yeah. Right. But there's a difference between yes. someone Libel and destroy, right. Right. destroying yeah, yeah, yeah. someone's purpose, life right. on purpose. Purposeful, right yeah. Right. Uh, all right, I know you guys are really, really excited about this next one. Saved by the Bell is coming back. Yeah, there is this. a reboot. Oh, oh, Eric's already just beside oh <laughs> oh himself. Hold on. There's a reboot. Featuring a transgender teen oh actor God. in the lead role, uh, a biological male presenting himself as a woman has been cast alongside Mario Lopez and Elizabeth Berkley. Toda will star as Lexi, a beautiful, sharp-tongued cheerleader and the most popular girl at Bayside High, who is both admired and feared by her fellow students. Thank God they are jumping into the social justice warrior uh, conversation. And one of the plot lines will uh, feature too many low-income high schools. Zach Morris is governor of California. He's going to tackle that. Okay, Jason, go. So ridiculous. That she, so, she, so this person is playing. I get mixed up with it or what pronoun to call them. But this person's playing an actual trans person in the show? They're injecting that plot line into the show? It's, or it's just a trans actress that's I playing? Think, in I think it's a trans actress. I think it's a trans actress that's playing a girl. Okay, so the trans thing is not in the plot line? I don't think so. Oh, then I have no problem with this then. 
really. Okay. I mean, it, it, I, I was about to get, I was getting irritated because I thought they were injecting that plot I mean, into they the are, Saved though. by the Bell. They, I mean, I feel like they are, but it's Well, just definitely, uh, I think it's pretty obvious, but, you know, this is stuff that I talk about all the time. Like, um, people have, and this is my issue with stuff like this, is that they take franchises, right, these Hollywood elites or what have you. Everybody's an activist now, certainly post-2016. post Everybody's an activist. Everybody has to wear it on their sleeve. So unfortunately, what they, have, what they do now is they hijack mm. things that have existed that they didn't personally maybe create right. um, that obviously didn't catch on because they were doing stuff like this, right? And they try to inject their own personal um, approaches. And not just in that, in in the casting, I talk about this all the time with with like, you know, race swaps of certain like classically whatever characters. I talk about this all the the time. They do stuff like that and uh, and they hijack things that have long existed that we all are accustomed to and brands uh, uh, to to just, again, it's their platform at this point. And they expect you not to say something about it. Then again, if you know, once so-and-so does a video about it, says this is silly, they're gonna be called transphobic and pretty much everything else in the book, that's the way they set it up. But these guys can't come up with anything original and and have those sorts of things happen now if they if they want it if it caught on whatever you know what i mean i'm not necessarily a person who just watches tv all the time but if they had some new franchise and that was sort of what they wanted to do in terms of an approach with their activism and social justice it's probably not going to do that well but make a new brand and then right, do it right, instead right, of hijacking right. what already exists, what people know, and then trying to inject Turning it. That, it is, that is the problem. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But I, I want clarification if it's actually a trans actor that's, that's a plot in the show. Or are they just passing her off as a, just a girl? And no I don't think the that they're going to address the trans part. From from my interpretation of the story that I read, they're not addressing the trans part. But to me, it's like... They're doing this so that the headline can read a trans actor in the lead role. It's so groundbreaking. Oh, how you know how great! Um, It will be interesting to see because Mario Lopez is going to be in this. Remember, he had the comments on the trans kids. And they wanted to cancel him very badly, so it will yeah. be interesting to see how that dynamic. Uh, no, I don't. They, they should have left that where it was at. Like I'm tired of like. Right. I, I'm like, not let, necessarily let's against. Let's by the bell be what it yeah. was and start something yeah. new if you I'm want not, to. I'm not opposed. I, I'm not as opposed to. It's just reboots. I think need to be done the correct. The, there is a correct way mm-hmm. to do it. That ain't it. Um, <laughs> is all I'm saying. You know what I mean? If you want to create something new, something fresh, and I just don't think. I just. I don't know. They're out of ideas, and I just yeah. figure. You know, certainly with myself, I've talked to a lot of people among you know, arts writers and so forth. I feel like like these people are very, very talented. And that's the best that they can come up with with a reboot to right. something that has long existed. Like what? Where is like where's the actual talent within um, Hollywood? Does it exist? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right. Yesterday's poll. Will Ricky Gervais be canceled for his explosive Golden Globe speech or will the left just try to ignore him? 56% of you said they will ignore him. 44% of you said he will be canceled. Come on. His time is not up yet. He may be canceled eventually, but I don't think it will be anytime that, soon. It's one of the most even polls we've had in a while, isn't it? Yeah, it was pretty evenly right. split, considering. Uh, today's poll, which 2020 Democrat could you stand getting a beer with? You guys ready? Andrew Yang, Bernie Sanders, Marianne Williamson, or Tulsi Gabbard? Oh, I know. Oh, Tulsi, all the way. It's not even close. (laughs) It's not even close. We'd be sitting very close. uh... (laughs) 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 Ask your 
Jason's going to ask her if she'd like to protest. Oh. Oh I got it. Are you I an activist, it, Tulsi? Like, what, what really grinds your gears? Oh, <laughs> um, well, I'm going Marianne Williamson, because as you guys know, uh, obviously, I, I think, I mean, her. if you got some, like, she'd probably say some, I want say her, some very interesting things. I want her to read my palm, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> because she could recommend some, some essential oils for me to use <laughs> yeah. during a flu season. I think it would be very productive conversation. There you go. Almost be a very similar conversation I'd have with Tulsi. We didn't, we didn't mention no. the palm reading and uh, essential oils as well, I think. Okay, but all our clothes are staying on in my conversation in my head, Jason. Uh, you can go to The Blaze's Twitter. Let us know what you think. Who could you stand getting a beer with? Let us know. At The Blaze. Thank you guys for being here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Eric, I can't wait for the comments. Is that you, Rippa? Yeah, that's Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.